This podcast is sponsored by the Music Producers Guild of New Zealand, Aotearoa. The Music Producers Guild is an advisory service that assists and empowers our music producer industry here in New Zealand. Members get personalised contracts for their music production, free Serato Studios sample and DJ Pro, access to discounted audio equipment and software, and advice from industry professionals. Buy your plugins through the Music Producers Guild website to help support us all in growing our community. For more information and to sign up as a member, please visit www.mpgnz.co.nz. Sweet, welcome everyone to Beat Fano Podcasts. And this week, we're joined by Felix from Soda Boys. What's good, Marbo? Hey, how you doing? Thanks very much for having me on. I'm all good, thanks. Ah, oh, super, super good, man. And um, yeah, like, uh, oh, it's 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 so cool to do a, done a few of these podcasts in Auckland now because it's very exciting to start to understand, wow, you know, carrying on that testimony with new faces. And, uh, mm. and yeah, like, I still have the biggest place like on the whole podcast for like the Parmy Cats fan. There's so <laughs> many, so many we still get to have. But um, yeah, to kick things off, my man, uh, how's everything been, bro? Yeah, pretty good. Um, we're in old level four lockdown again, so pretty uh, pretty stagnant, just kind of chilling out. I uh, have not been as motivated to record as I was in the last, last lockdowns. Um, but yeah, pretty good. I'm doing like a bunch of other a bunch of music projects at the moment um like performing in a, quite a few different bands but also doing like i work in uh music as well so doing lots of other stuff yeah 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 hard yeah. out no it's been um it's been so awesome just knowing as well from the first lockdown how like all different radio stations responded and how yeah how there's so much there even in terms of how you can really yeah find new ways to engage with everyone so it's it's very very cool to see that um but yeah um yeah i was just kind of thinking as well we've known each other for quite a while now actually um boys high <laughs> but, but we go back to when i probably was just starting to get my uh my head head and toes around and uh boys high eh? <laughs> yeah true yeah, yeah 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 and i mean we all looked a little bit different back then eh? <laughs> <laughs> for sure yeah yeah, yeah. and so did you I can't remember because I left, but you went through all the boys high, did you? Pretty much. I left in the last year, so I didn't finish oh, it. Yeah. But I stuck around just so I could do Rock Quest actually, because we got into like the national <sighs> finals and then I um left as soon as we did that. Yeah, <laughs> so, nice, nice. Left yeah. with the level two, is it? Left with what you yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a good music story right there. Well, man, it's exactly. it's so cool because yeah, I um, I was I was adamant I was never going back to that place, and I think I don't know if you knew, but there was a few people at the school knew. But I um, I managed to make it back because yeah, they had a DJ club that ran when I was finishing, uh, sure. finishing my studies. Yeah, that was cool. But man, Mister um, Mister Young, what a cool guy! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Graham Young and Baldridge both both really good counts. Yeah, They're yeah. Really nice, and they do really positive music things i guess yeah 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 because i had mr d in um at primary school and uh mr dredge we call him mr d and um, true yeah i yeah. i actually went to college street as well <laughs> wow now we may have seen each other at, when i was but then you were always you know older than me so you know especially when you're in primary yeah. school you, you never remember anything past your year in primary 
but it's so yeah. cool bro. like it, it's um it's amazing how far it goes back but getting back to it my bro um mm-hmm. yeah let's let's kick it off earliest memories or kind of collections of music growing up my bro um man that's a good question um i uh probably my my brother was play guitar and um i think i probably wanted to play guitar because i wanted to be cool um when i was like nine maybe uh and then i ended up with a bass instead of a guitar which i think maybe for a brief period of time nine-year-old me thought was not very cool but um i uh i ended up really liking it and so bass i I play bass mainly it's my favorite instrument um but yeah that's what kind of got me into music playing um playing the bass and I was really, really obsessed with a few sort of bands when I was younger or so. I think when I was 10, I was really obsessed with Queen, um, <laughs> which is kind of funny. I remember being um, being probably one of those, I, I wasn't obnoxious enough to post on YouTube, but I probably had the opinions of some of those sort of 10 and 12 year olds who would think modern music sucks and you know yeah bro you know queen and and led zeppelin are the only real music or something <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. yeah but yeah into um into really 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 obsessed with some artists from about age nine or ten or so and um that sort of started off mostly with old older music like uh yeah like led zeppelin the beatles iron maiden um pink floyd and stuff and it really wasn't until i was sort of 17 or 18 that i started getting more into modern music and then how quick that that letting me diversify my tastes to not just being like rocky music and um yes yeah now i do a lot more variety of music but yeah 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 so like um getting into actually being part of music how did you find that was it quite natural to just go straight from being inspired to being like oh i'm gonna do music in school or what was the whole yeah what was the whole journey for you my bro yeah that's interesting one, eh? um i guess when you're playing there's like a certain level of being a kid and just wanting to be like good or like impressive or something like that um and like a bit competitive for sure um especially like when you're raised as like a young boy you kind of had to compete with people for no good reason yeah, the whole school <laughs> um, <stuff. laughs> yeah 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 for yeah. sure um so i definitely had a few people that i was a bit like that with and um and so i tried really really hard to be like you know the best bass guitarist or something which when you're 11 or 12 is like playing slap bass um playing like red hot chili peppers and stuff and um when you're getting a little bit more into high school there's a little bit of metal in there I'm, i wasn't a huge metalhead but you know people go pretty hard on on that sort of thing and um so there's a, yeah definitely was a reasonable aspect of um just trying to get really really good at an instrument and yeah. then eventually um i started going along to like gigs and stuff and um probably the biggest thing for me was going to the stomach so the stomach in palmas north was like what got me into wanting to play in bands and like sit, going to see bands every weekend um and then and and then at that point in time there was like a bit of a hardcore scene um and then also some like indie not as well um and then eventually yeah and then eventually that got me into more varieties of music like there was a couple of you know there's a metal band that really blew me away blew me away spook the horses that made me like um metal they're a new zealand band uh and then there's a few electronic artists that like really blew me away and it took a long time but eventually i got really into that as well yeah. um, and and yeah, I really love creating music and just um, playing in lots and lots of projects. And 
hearing and talking to different people about the language they use to explore music internally and um, and with other people and like performing collaboratively. Um, and so I make a bit of um, mixed sort of uh, uh, electronic music when I can do it collaboratively, but I think I've naturally ended up in a bit more organic music where um, it's like actual live instruments just because I really like yeah. the interaction of having yeah. two people creating music together or three people or four people or five people. Oh, yeah, it's so cool. And uh, did you do like any lessons for your instruments, like music lessons? What was your sort of way of practicing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I learned bass. I did lessons probably for like eight years or so on it. Um, I taught myself guitar when I was about 12 um over like a summer break just playing a wow. classical like a nylon string guitar but i remember i think i was 12 and i um i played uh i would play hound dog by um elvis presley until my fingers bled um which yeah. is like it just seems ridiculous imagining a 12 year old me doing that now but you know that's funny um yes and uh yeah and so i taught myself guitar did bass lessons from quite a few different people um one of them probably the first bass teacher i had was kane parsons who's a parsons oh, yes. guy yes. he's real nice. cool he's into musicals um he's a teacher as well um and then eventually by the end of high school i was actually learning from paul dredge who taught me cello and bass um nice. and he was like real into jazz and i was got got quite into jazz by the end of high school so i um still really love and play jazz and jazz bands now yeah but like trying to trying to push that to be more engaging for like you know people who are into more contemporary music which um you know yeah exactly nah a hard out hard out oh it's um it's so cool to hear like yeah like the progression of these years where you kind of just chip away and, and practice and I kind of regret not being able to carry on with piano, <laughs> but you know, like you turn a regret into something you end up doing. So I've, I've, um, I finally took up, the, had the courage to take up those piano lessons just as I was finishing cool. up in Pavi. And uh, yeah, I, I, I got so much out of it, and it's, it's led me on a beautiful path of like, like so feeling so much more comfortable with just obviously like the lingo and language of music yeah. everyone's talking, but being just to know how much close I am to actually doing it myself is so cool. And um, yeah, I've got a, I've got a lot to still learn, but I've I got myself those uh, little booklets of uh, oh, yeah, yeah, practice and I got the yeah. old, yeah, the old uh, a Yamaha, yeah, like a real beginner Yamaha. Everyone's made for beginners, so it's quite a good one. And um, yeah. yeah, I just realized now you just, you really just got to go at your own pace, take your time. And it sounds so like obvious saying it, but yeah, you, you like you just said with the whole school environment and how you, it's, you know, in competitiveness is kind of <laughs> inbred into it. It's like, you really have to like take your mind yeah. out of it. And remember, that's not actually how it's done in the real world. You know, it's just kind of like an illusion of, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, to sort of like make progress in a shorter time, which I can see why everyone wants to do, you know, because um, I mean, you can look at these things in many different ways, but I've really come to enjoy how much fatter it is to just, you know, let that journey just play out over time, eh? Yeah, yeah. And I think um, it is like, you, you're only ever going to learn naturally to yourself when you're interested or excited about it. Like, that's the only way you can teach yourself. And so trying to force people to learn in different ways, is just always dumb and never really works. And I think that's yeah. why, like, it's so, I used to always joke to people when I worked in um, the rock shop that, like, 
you like so many people would say oh i learned i learned piano or i learned guitar for like one year or two years when they were a kid and then they're really sad they didn't keep doing it yeah but like i actually think they wouldn't have got anything more out of it or if anything they would yeah. have jaded and and Absolutely. liked it even less if they were yes. forced to keep doing it that but sucks. like coming back to it as an adult when you're excited about it oh do yeah it. like that's it, what eh? makes it good yeah hard out and um yeah it was just it was so awesome just being in the and those after schools, so I did the uh, one or two music makers thing at Freiburg. Um, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Obviously, this nostalgia of just going back to Freiburg, but <laughs> yeah, even yeah. just like yeah, the nostalgia of sitting on these rooms. Like I always just saw going through school, and like now I'm actually sitting in one. And um, honestly, like probably the best investment I've ever made in my life um, is chucking down, you know, those down payments on some lessons. Because man. Cool. Um, yeah yeah it's it's and, you know obviously it's you know you find the teacher that suits and i just was so blessed that the moment i got along with the teacher we just clicked from there and um yeah yeah, yeah it, that's probably another testimony because i did believe that you know oh it's, it's really hard to find a teacher but it's like you know like um you miss every shot you don't take and so like it, it might have taken a few shots but i found i found that like, there's probably a lot more people out there now even with me being in auckland so uh yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's uh something for everyone tuning in it's uh yeah yeah <laughs> be encouraged yeah. to continue finding that yeah that person you know yeah and that's something i um i have been teaching music like sort of casually for a few years now but i've ramped it up a little bit um and yeah it's really really cool and satisfying like trying to teach music and like actually get along with someone in a like cultural sense while you're teaching them it and like sort of trying to encourage it and like showing and like going through that journey with someone and then you actually end up learning like so much from them at the same time and even just trying to like you know even like us right now having a conversation about um music theory it is actually a part of us learning how to like you know think about yeah. it in like more holistic ways in our brain so that we can have yes. communicate better and stuff and like all conversations about it are always just making you have a better understanding and more comprehensive way of knowing about it you know oh 100 100 yeah. and that's it it's um yeah i'm really into that whole neurology stuff and how mm. you know you, you create those new paths but it's it's very awesome that we're on that sort of wavelength so um uh man mm. carrying on on that as well um getting more into starting to find your feet on the ground um and picking up those instruments um yeah what was sort of what kind of led you to sort of um start feeling more confident get involved was there sort of like a bunch of friends in school who you kind of collect with what was what was your journey there my bro yeah yeah so i had a few mates who were all into we're all into music um i think they probably were all into red hot chili peppers um which is a funny one that i think a lot of guys start on um, or boys start on um and yeah we play we i would like get together and, and have have jams with friends and um i had one particular friend jack who we would basically just come and practice at my house like every sometimes every day of a week after school um yeah and nice. or or at the going to the stomach um which is yeah the cool thing in palmy we could just you could just go practice at the stomach and you didn't even need to bring any gear or something you just yeah you just turn up and there's guitars and and um drums and mics um and keyboards and uh so yeah i really i was inspired by going to these gigs to make music and so i just kind of hacked at it um and made some weird really bad music but i think being like encouraged to be creative 
there mm. is like what makes um, a big difference uh, that everyone, that a lot of people from the Manawa too have a huge privilege too. Yeah. Um, where I think, you know, when you're surrounded by a bit more people in a bigger city, um, you, yeah. or, or, or even for people now who are brought up with more social media, yeah. um, it can be a bit Boys. daunting trying yeah. to make music for them. Like that's they right. can feel like what they're creating is something that's getting presented out there to everybody and it yeah, can be quite scary noise. that you're going to screw it up. Exactly, yeah. Getting caught yeah. up in the noise, I can definitely feel that. Like, like that's what I loved about Palmy. Like, I, yeah. I keep telling everyone I was starting to grow up and get the hang of it. It's like, like Palmy's great because like in terms of study, like the funnest thing to do here is pretty much study. And what a great thing <laughs> to, to have is your funnest thing to do in the town because yeah, yeah. like, you know, if, if, you, if you have too many fun things, you... Like sometimes you can never get stuck into one properly, and like, yeah, I mean, there's it's 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 mm. really humbling to be able to like have this, like a a feeling of like this is a discipline, and um, yeah, I mean, I speak for that myself as as much as I found study the funnest thing to do. And probably the moment I had my very first laptop, oh man, that was my instrument right there. That was yeah, my discipline. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and uh, sometimes I would feel it was a discipline, but it, it got to the point where I was like, oh, like people actually telling me oh yeah i saw you just down there making a beat and then yeah it's it's sometimes yeah when you really have that quietness and time and just uh that ability to sort of look deeper and i think that's something like you mentioned a lot where we see so many amazing like music picks come out of small towns and stuff it's because like yeah what a what a privileged opportunity to just have like just like no noise no big social media stuff going on no, yeah. like everything marketing wise or like where the big the big capital where everything's happening it's just like yeah it's 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 very cool that you mentioned that my bro <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah so I, I reckon like playing playing shows and stuff in palmy is uh or at the stomach in particular but also like around the sort of diy music scene of just like a small group of music nerds who are into one thing or another like just putting events on for fun and like all supporting each other in a community is yeah. It's like a pretty profound and like fortunate experience that you don't necessarily get in lots of other places, eh? Definitely, 100%. Oh, that's mm -hmm. so good. So, yeah, to carry things on, uh, yeah, we're starting to join some bands and things. Share us a little bit on that, my bro. Some of the different bands and um, some of the cool sort of gigs you've had, people you've got to meet, all that cool stuff. Um, yeah, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> I I mean I, I'm I'm a little bit of a um, chronic band joiner, um, so I just kind of play, and I usually tell people people because people often who don't play lots of music will say something like how many bands do you in at the moment or something, and like you know that doesn't really make much sense if you're just playing with different people at different points of time all the time. Yes, so, yes, yes. So I usually try and say I'm in half a dozen bands or something. Yes, make up the yes. number. And um, yeah. So at, at the moment I'm playing quite a few things, but um. In high school, I was sort of doing math rock as a two-piece called Felix and Jack. Um, and we, you know, we're just like teenagers making videos and stuff. And it sounded pretty bad. Yeah. Um, but it was nice. pretty fun. And some people who are also from, you know, smaller towns or like hadn't seen stuff like that get pretty, you know, it's pretty crazy for them to see something so weird. And like we would like scream yeah. and do stupid things. And it yes. was we um, covered ourselves in fake blood and would just like run around in the audience and like break things and stuff. It's so right. that was <laughs> very fun and liberating. Um, yeah, and then probably my, one of the more successful things I did was in high school for the last year, we was doing um, Soda Boys. We played for Rock Quest, um, but then we ended up yeah. just sort of staying together. 
and um, still make music now. And we put out a um, put out a seven inch, a ten inch, and a twelve inch, and we toured Australia. Um, yes. And we're on sort of a real chill DIY label, but we've done like three New Zealand tours, I think. And um, so that's probably the thing that I output the most, and that's kind of like. 90s influenced um rock or emo or like post yes. or something like that um and i really like that sort of stuff i really like getting nerdy about that um nice. but at the same time i also played um from playing jazz in school and um getting quite into that from um, like a few certain people who are into it i started up my own jazz trio a couple of years ago um yes. called asbestos man and we've done some live theaters and just played some fun shows around where we get a bunch of different people to come along and play um, and uh, yeah, and then I just kind of play in a few different things at the moment. Yeah, I make, yeah. Wow. Make some noise um, with the people who run Snails, which is an awesome venue that lets artists just do weird stuff. Um, and I've got to play with some pretty cool artists with that. I guess probably some of the interesting people I met um, on that side of your question, so I don't ramble yeah. too long. No, 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 this is what it's all about, my bro. The whole yeah. sort of like the people, the places, the whole cool, memorable things, you know, that's all. Yeah. yeah. So a, f- a funny thing about doing the like Rock Quest thing is when you go to the like national finals, they made, at that stage, they made like a TV show about you and they would come and bring a film crew and stuff. And then we had like a recording session with um John Tugut from She Had. Um, and he was just sort of standing there and he was like, zinging off coffee or something maybe a bit more powerful than coffee <laughs> yeah. and um he was real funny he was very friendly and like encouraging and like you know obviously we were just a high school kids so he was very like yeah that's great like give us another take and then, like wow. we did 14 takes of this one song at um roundhead studios yes. in auckland and um wow. and i remember like losing my voice sort of screaming and that was kind of funny um nice yeah. otherwise cool. i guess yeah, tr- touring Australia is probably where I met the most people that I found like really identified with a with a niche community, which was that sort of nineties um, mathy emo music. And um, there was just this crazy scene of people who were like so excited to see, you know, us just yeah. a random band from New Zealand, and like come along and they would buy all of our merchandise and stuff. Like, yeah, it's not something you really get. And in New Zealand, people buy like, a reasonable bit of merchandise. Yeah. Yeah. but not like lots that we're near like the whole thing yeah yeah such yeah. a surreal feeling yeah but oh, going wow. and seeing the diy community in a different country who would like you know give you rides anywhere and like mm. lend you their gear yes and we're like just really excited to see someone doing that thing and like yeah. we're really excited by every influence you named was really really cool um yeah yeah. That's probably one of my favourite uh, experiences I've had. So we were meant to do another Australian tour, but then COVID. So. Yes. <laughs> uh, you, no, you shared that really well, like in terms of just that, the humbling feeling of starting to see sort of how, you know, you just do what you love. And then when other people really can see that because they really love that too. And then, you know, you find yourself really appreciating that sort of styles. It's like, it's, it's, a, it's so like such a testimony. It's so humbling to hear. Um, mm. and, and to feel, but like, yeah, just like from muso to muso, it's, yeah, it's it's like, wow, that's it's one of those feelings as well that for, for like a good chunk of that day, you're just, you're literally just like, literally sitting there, kind of like, oh, like I couldn't, you, you kind of say, I couldn't feel any other feeling like, like this, you know, that like, give me anything like this, 
I would trade it like I wouldn't trade it. It's like those sort of moments, say eh, that you get. Yeah. Like, because um, I mean, yeah, like you said, to to go to Australia, and because you like a lot of times you don't know what to expect, eh? But then you realize, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> it's not yeah. scary or anything. It's it's actually it feels like home away from home, you know. Yeah, yeah, and so those that tour was in particular organized by. Um, uh, or the, the Sydney portion of it, which was kind of half of it, was organised by James Stutley, who runs Papa Easy Records. And he's um, he's located in Auckland and plays in the band Carbon Carb and How Get and stuff. Um, and they they, um, they have a pretty cool following over in um, in Australia. And uh, yeah, so he really helped with that sort of community. So I definitely did find like it wasn't us sorting out ourselves. Like it was because of. Yeah. having a community of people who were supportive and had like cool networks and would help each other and stuff and um exactly you know that's what that's what got us there and meeting cool people mm. and having fun experiences like that oh hard yeah. out. making things a win-win that's so positive bro but like we yeah. tuning in i think that's the other big like you know gem because we have gems on beat fighter it's what we call them with like little yeah. little things here like oh i might take that and remember that and that's that's a huge one i think is understanding like the, the power of it exists with people coming together and um, yeah because you know, like one person on them on their own can be it, it can be very powerful but you just imagine how many sort of like bright bushy tail people come together it's very very exciting so no yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's a true testimony bro but i know uh I know the beautiful thing with the music journey is, uh, yeah, there's always there's always you know amazing things to come. So um, on that note, uh, yeah, sort of, what do you sort of, uh, what do you sort of feel uh, at the moment? Do you sort of feel like there's a, a few things to come once you're back outside? What's your sort of uh, things you're doing at the moment, Margie? Yeah, yeah, um, that's a good question. You're um, you're you're doing great with the questions, by the way. I have to interview a lot of people on radio. Well, that's I, great. I actually um. Sin, Sin Howard from George actually said the same thing and it was because I think with all that time on radio some eventually you get to a point where you don't even you don't even have to sort of think it just comes yeah in. exactly <laughs> and I, you kind of organically talk like from the beginning to the end of their experience and it like works pretty well so oh that's good. cool <laughs> radio um, to radio host yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. um, so yeah now I guess uh, stuff coming up um I don't really know too much. I mean, I'm hoping that we'll, with Soda Boys, we'll be able to go back over to uh, Aussie, um, hopefully release some more stuff. I'm trying to, I've been writing a little bit of stuff at the moment, um, but the guys actually live down in, um, uh, in Wellington, so we keep it pretty chill. Although we've managed to play a few shows in Wally recently that have actually gone really well. Um, usually at like San Fran, the, which is one of the bars in Wellington that has a lot of those gigs um and yeah i'm sort of writing some stuff for that um so maybe we'll work on doing more stuff and then hopefully get to go over to oz again once um once that's an opportunity but i don't know i'm not like hedging my bets on that yeah everything yeah i'm just learning the course yeah man yeah yeah that's so cool well um yeah i know for everyone tuning in uh there's a lot of testimony uh, just involved with um, you know your time and then the lineage um, carrying on that banner with radio control and um, it's it's just a huge huge honor that we've known each other in, in different ways like even just the great little poppins at rock shop I think um, it's, a, it's <laughs> yeah. amazing how much things would have gone down across rock shops across New Zealand that have then gone on to become 
like huge parts of New Zealand's testimony, like as it is, like just yeah, with rock chop, yeah. like you can just imagine. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Bit of, yeah, so it's it's very cool to see those, like keeping active and, and yeah, like like I, I, I'm a firm believer in that, like, you know, if, if, if you feel like called to like, yeah, be part of it, you, you're, you know, like everything's going to really come together in that sense. So yeah, it's, it's, mm. um, I think there's a lot of exciting things ahead for everyone. And uh, yeah, I mean, if anything, I, I sort of hope to kind of give everyone a lifted spirit during the time where they feel they're at home that, uh, yeah, cause <laughs> yeah, like this sure. is the best part and I'll, I'll include it in the podcast is like, yeah, I was always starting to worry cause I had like a big stack of podcasts of, oh, it's gonna sound like weird when everyone's out again and like less hearing these old podcasts about being stuck at home and then I realized oh yeah. snap like I went from everything being out the window in terms of like oh yeah I'll just have to re- release it anyway to like oh there we go <laughs> so yeah yeah hard. it's like we're back on the topic of somehow things just happen you know so um yeah yeah it's 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 really exciting to see what's to come and yeah my my whole sort of philosophy is everyone's got a story and um it's when you have that all in a big melting pot that greatness is you know kicking off you know for sure yeah 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 cool um yeah no it's it's really cool like when uh when i get to interview people for sorry for working at radio control yes to talk to um people about their lockdown stuff i always just include it in my questions now because um because people have very profoundly different experiences like being holed up you know like some people recorded an ep some people recorded an EP and didn't want to put it out. Some yeah. people sent a whole lot of music to, you know, a whole lot of different people around the world and made all these different contacts and stuff. And yeah. then some people are pretty happy holding up and doing whatever they yeah, enjoy doing and stuff. Yeah. But that still means they'll, you know, we all learn stuff from it and things like that. So I think that yeah. is really cool. And it's really exciting to see how people evolve and change and what we all can learn about that and stuff, you know. Yeah. Oh, very yeah. well. I think that that's a beautiful way to uh, finish up. But I just wanted to thank <laughs> yeah. you so much for um, taking the time to, yeah. No, thanks for having me, my bro. Yeah, it's been real cool. It's uh, it's awesome. I'm, I'm hope to hear more cool beat final stuff, and we'll probably hear some of it on Radio Control sometime soon. <laughs> yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Well, for everyone tuning in, that was Beat Final Podcasts. Um, thank you so much for all your love and support and yeah, helping us continue and really encouraging you all to share the episodes you dig uh, with, yeah, with everyone out there. But also, yeah, um, stay tuned for more awesome podcasts here on Beat Fondo Podcasts. Peace and love, Fondo.